Welcome to the Right Back to School, the podcast where we talk about stuff we liked in high school, and if it's good anymore or not, I am Andrew, and with me is Liza. Surprisa today is, in fact, what you are today, because you- The entire episode is a surprise. The whole episode. It's a surprise to me. I don't know anything about this. You said, I've got it. And no homework needed. No homework needed. I got it. I was just like, great. I clicked my heels up, put my hands above my head, and I slept for three days in a row. Wow, are you okay? I'm overslept. <laughs> I think I might still be dreaming. I do like the idea that uh, everyone should call me Surprisa from now on. That'd if, be it, okay, fans of the show, if you would like, you may call her Surprisa from now on. Should I change my Instagram handle to Surprisa? Yeah. <laughs> Get ahead of it because people are going to want to like sit on it and squat on it and then sell it to you. Mm. So now that we're recording this, maybe mm-hmm. a few days before it comes out, um, little behind the scenes, <laughs> um, get on it. Don't let anybody take it from you. Okay. Well, by the time this comes out, maybe my Instagram will have changed from Miss Pizza Pit to Surprise. Surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good idea. So, Liza. You put together a playlist. I did. And these are these are songs you liked in high school? These are not songs I liked in high school. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. We'll see if I like some of them or not. Uh, these are songs that were top of the charts uh-huh. during my high school years in France. They're all either American songs mm-hmm. or songs that are sung in English. I think there's one, one or two of them that are not technically american songs interesting they're being sung in english um yeah that's the that's the prompt okay (laughs) here we go let's find out were these songs lies liked in high school or not (laughs) coming in at number one the way i are by timbaland carrie hilson and doe i'm gonna be frank with you i'm looking at this playlist i've heard of Maybe, maybe half these songs. Really? Yeah. You recognize this. Yeah, I may, I yeah. may by the time it gets, it gets to like the chorus or something, but there was a good chunk of time where I was just not listening to the radio. Oh, okay. I, so high school is the time that I probably listened to radio the most in my life, and since I was in France, it's a lot of various popular things um timberland was huge when i went to high school so it, you'd be maybe surprised to know timberland was also huge when i was in high school oh and he's a he is like Has an evergreen or did he have a comeback i think he's been like at least like omnipresent he's been around the whole time he produces a lot of music yeah. i think yeah yeah i first became aware of timberland uh through a missy elliott video Ooh. Uh, I, what is it? It must be late 90s? Yeah, mid to late 90s. I Can't Stand the Rain. Uh-huh. Uh, she references him as uh, Timothy. Oh, Timba- is that his yeah, real name? I guess. I don't know. I was very confused as a high schooler. I thought him and the shoes mm, were one thing. Yeah. That he... He went by Timberland, and that also made the shoes, shoes were his brand, right. just like you know Jordans Beats or whatever. Beats by Dre, sort of thing. He had his own accessory. Yeah, uh, and uh, now I understand that it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, confirming. <laughs> I don't know this song. I have to say, you don't. No. Wow, this one was like everywhere for that whole year. This is 20... 2008 ish time. No, two thousand seven maybe. I may have told this story on the pod before, and forgive me for telling the same story. My wife has now accused me of doing multiple um, times. In person or on the podcast? In person. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was complaining about a particular commercial earlier today, and she's like, "You've told me this. You've now done this to me like five times." Well, this is po- this is like a year and a half into quarantine, too. <laughs> right. Right. And they keep rerunning the same bad commercial, so um, we can get into that another time. But. Uh, uh, I was one of those people who was like, assure, I assured myself that I was going to not be the kind of old person who fell out of music trends and knew what was popular. 
and that went away so fast. Mm, you're the adulthood. one out of all the people that I hang out with. You're the one that knows about popular culture the most, like current, like you're up to date. So if you're feeling like you're no longer up to date, I'm a little afraid. Well, maybe it's just Timbaland is my uh, <laughs> my Achilles heel. I would not listen to Timbaland currently. Hey, Timbaland just again. This is yeah. uh, four minutes, Madonna, Justin Timberlake, and Timbaland. It's a very similar beat, so it kind of sounds like the exact same This is a, a time of Madonna's life where she would just do featurings with everyone that was popular. I feel like she had a bunch. She had one around the same year. She had one with Michael Jackson before he passed. And mm-hmm. well, Justin also does that too because he did true. he did a Michael Jackson song also probably around mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah, maybe it was just a thing of the time. Well, Madonna. I mean, like I gotta give Madonna her flowers. That like she is somebody who like. She doesn't. She has not overstayed her welcome in the pop zeitgeist. She pops in enough where you're not like Madonna again. It's more like Madonna's back. That's interesting because like sometimes I'll listen to like old Madonna bangers and I'm just like this is really good and it's from like the mid '80s. Mm-hmm. Now this song is not as good as for instance like Like a Prayer or something. Right. Like, I think That's- most people that liked her in the '80s would possibly not no longer this like the stuff she makes now like right. i feel like it's quite different but she's also not making music for the pe- probably the, that subset of people who like no. her in the 80s she, like she's, she's trying to a keep, pop artist she's, she's trying yeah. to keep up with popular trends yeah and tiktok tiktok wow she <laughs> she called she called her shot <laughs> okay so one thing that i want to bring up with this song I don't know if you've caught on yet, but uh, Justin Timberlake keeps going like Madonna <laughs> over uh-huh. and over in the song. He likes to call people's names in songs. Oh, he does. Uh-huh. Okay, so I was trying to think of like other, like in rap music, I feel like it's very popular to to refer to your own name, uh-huh. and a lot of the times those names are not like what they were with at birth. Mm-hmm. It's like artist names, yeah. and they'll refer to their own name in the song, and I and I get the. It just seems like part of that culture of making that kind of music. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't think of pop artists that do that. And then this song keeps doing it where, and it's not even Madonna saying Madonna, but it's Justin Timberlake saying Well, I think Madonna. it's a JT thing to say other people's names in songs. It's like, there's a song with him and Jay-Z where he like very specifically says like something, something whole. Like he's, he's very like, he does say other people's names in songs. I think like he's also said Timbaland's name. You know, the previously mentioned Timbaland. Um, there's a song with like him, Snoop, and a guy named Uncle Charlie, and so like he goes, Uncle Charlie, preach, and like. Okay, um, so it's it's a GT thing. Yeah, and I think in that Michael Jackson song, the, um, I forget what the name of that song is, but I think there's, I think he also specifically says calls out Michael. Yeah, interesting. Michael. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I just I couldn't think of another pop artist that did yeah. that. You know this, right? I'm familiar with the Pussycat Dolls. I'm not sure that I know this particular song. Pussycat Dolls was huge when I went to high school. Um, this song is gross. <laughs> like well, when you actually listen to the lyrics. Isn't also uh, Nicole Schlesinger, is that her name? The lead Slushy? singer? Mm-hmm. Slushy? Well, you know, the Slurpee herself. Seven <laughs> um, Eleven, we like to call her. Um, <laughs> She's like a weird conservative now, right? Like, didn't oh, she become like be a surprised. like she was like a weird sure. Trump, like a surprise Trump voter? Sorry if you're if, if Nicole's listening. This is Slush and Josh. Um, if you're listening, I thought last name was Schumacher. Am I making that up? I don't know. I don't you're know. probably know her name better than I do. I could be also thinking of a different Nicole. I mean, her name not even may not even be Nicole. <laughs> her name is Pussy Cat yeah. Doll. Yeah, they're all. They're, it's weird. All five members are named Pussy Cat Dog. Some level, like the they're emphasis, all sisters. The Can't emphasis is yeah. The emphasis is somewhere else in the name. Pussy Cat Dog. Pussy Cat Dog. No, I don't know this. Either. Okay. This was. I think you have. Fa- I think this is like the the particularly 
I mean, not not like now is any stronger, but I think this is probably around the time where I was like, I'm dipping out. Yeah, I also feel like it's a particular chunk of years where, and and this is like filtered out. So this is like pop music made in the U.S. that is being sold in Europe, specifically France, and what is popular there. So I feel like it just like filters out sometimes, and especially mm-hmm. those years. Like this is a lot more like dancey pop music, like mm-hmm. you know, like clubby. Yeah. And that's like a thing in Europe, so yeah. I feel like it makes sense that he got so popular over there. Mm-hmm. Now with retrospect, um, yeah, it, this is like post. It's like the Kardashians are getting popular, and then it's like post Christina Aguilera, mm-hmm. like the whole thing. Because the whole thing with the Pussycat Dolls is that they were all like strippers before mm-hmm. they became a band, right? Uh-huh. It's like their thing, and I feel like. It was like I'm saying know. yes, but I don't know. Okay, like, I feel like, like that was sure their thing, that and right. I'm I'm sure I should probably have looked that up before. But I feel like that was their main like flash appeal. Mm-hmm. Was like sort of this like risque thing right. of like scandalous mm-hmm. ladies. I don't know. And the fact that they were called they had they had the word pussy in their mm-hmm. uh, band name, I think was going with the shock provocative yeah they were going for but yeah uh the song the chorus if you haven't caught on is like when i grow up i want to have boobies when i grow up something something Mm -hmm. other things it's just it's yeah it's real classy it's really classy (laughs) well let's move on to the next song this is tired of being sorry featuring am i right enrique this is an example of a song that I, is not American because it's a Spanish dude and a French woman singing. N- Nadia? But Nadia? Nadia, yeah. I don't even recall her. Like, I don't remember her. She may have been like a X Factor winner or something, mm-hmm. or like the French version of it. Um, but this was also everywhere. Was, uh... Oh, what is his name? Enrique Iglesias. No, the X Factor oh. judge. I can't think of his name. He used to be American Idol. Really mean British, British guy. British guy? Yeah. With the weird military haircut? Yeah. <laughs> the like, guy who's like... He clearly... Simon is, something? Simon Cowell. Yeah. yeah. Is he also in the French version too? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I think the French version had like... A couple musicians, and then the other two were. It was like out of the jury, there were really only Jerry, two. Jerry Lewis was the French's biggest icon. Yeah. A hundred-year-old man, a hundred-year-old American comedian would be judging a singing competition in France. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not too far from. Oh, who else is gonna be Gerard Depardieu? <laughs> I'm sure he guest judged at some point. Right. Well, who else would? Right. Is Enrique Iglesias, he's famous here, right? Yeah. 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 He, I mean, like, I think his peak was early 2000s. Interesting. I think he's still really popular in Latin America. Oh, I'm sure he is. But, like, in the, maybe the U.S. And, I mean, like, he's a hunk. Europe. He is a hunk. He's pretty cute. Um, I think, like, I mean, I haven't seen a recent photo of him, but in my mem- recollection of what he looks in like. In my mind, Phallus, he's a hunk. He's in the hunk hall of fame. He also, what I should have put on this... Um, maybe I put it on the previous playlist, but it's him and you remember Kylie Minogue? Yeah. There's they have a song together, right? Yeah. Like a remake song. Kylie Minogue, another like eternal like beauty, along mm. with Enrique. She's one of those people who like I forget that she first became famous in like the '80s. Really? Yeah. Oh. And then like she I only was releas- heard of her after the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. Yeah, and then like she was releasing songs in the 2000s. And I was like, she looks so good still. Oh, like- I wonder how old she is because I was thinking. So Kylie Minogue's 53. Ew. Ew. We hate 53. We hate people in their 50s. I, you know what? Especially I'm- when they still look that good. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be totally upfront with you. The recording software died again, so I don't know where this is picking up. We're just kind of pretending like nothing happened. Cool, that's why we're mentioning it. Yeah. Um, so Kylie Minogue, 53. She's been active since 1979. Holy shit. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, she's Australian? She's, she's an Aussie. Mm. She's in Melbourne. Does she look exactly like... Shit, this is not going to work if I don't remember. 
Oh, Naomi Watts? Do they look she exactly kind of the does same? Look like Naomi Watts. Yeah, I think like she's. I think like I, in my mind they are copycats, but I, I haven't really. I think she's one of those. They're like those totals. kind of people. If you put their picture side by side, you'd be like, oh, I know which one's which. Yeah. But if you were like. If you showed like a uh, like if you were like a shutter like you know one picture after the other, uh-huh. and you were like, okay, now I need you to pick which one's Naomi, which one's Kylie. Like, you might have a little bit of trouble. Yeah, because I do think Kylie's maybe she's maybe not even that much older than. They're probably around the same age. I think this might be a recent photo of Kylie Minogue, but oh right, this is what she looks like. Okay, she has more like pointy features and like high cheekbones versus uh, Naomi Watts has a little bit more of like softer dollish yeah. features. Oh my gosh, they're a year apart. Okay. Naomi Watts is 52. Well, it does not help that I, they're both Australian Bond women that like came up in the 90s, 2000. Yeah. So it's their fault that I confuse them. One of them is, one of them is, oh, they're both Australian. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. Mm. So many Aussies. No way. I think she's British. Who? Naomi Watts. What? She's from Kent. Kent she made Washington? Her... <laughs> Kent, Washington, yeah. Um, she was born at the Showware Center in downtown Kent. Uh, this next song, by the way, Boom Boom Pow by the Black Eyed Peas. Ooh. I know this song. I, I loved song. the Black Eyed Peas in middle school and high school. This is the album they came out with. Beginning of high school for me. Gotta get dead. So I'm playing more the instant pop dead. than their previous stuff. Gotta get yeah, dead. there's a lot of people like you know. There's kind of a um, a like caricature of a snobby former Black Eyed Peas fan. That's me. <laughs> I used to love the Black Eyed Peas, and then as soon as are you like came, a pre Fergie person? I like the first album for me. Okay, the one like where is Monkey the business? love? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that album. Yeah. But then, like, after that, it was just like, let's make dance music. Let's make club music. And I hate it. I think they're obnoxious now. I haven't listened to their... I kind of still like this, but I think it's because it's reminiscent of middle yeah. school, high school for me. Like, I, Versus the other stuff, it was like... I listened to it because the radio was on and I wanted to listen to popular mm-hmm. stuff because it's high school and at least I was that high school kid that yeah. was still trying to, like, be... It's gonna be popularly. I want to know about it. Yeah. Um, versus now, I don't care as much, but uh, I still like Black Eyed Peas. I'm not. I should be more offended by Fergie. I'm not as offended as I probably should. I don't. I have no like. I, Fergie's fine. I have no problem with Fergie whatsoever. But I think like I like Will. I am to me is more obnoxious. Than Fergie. Mm, interesting. I like to me like I think she's the demarcation for a lot of people of like when the when the band got bad or when the group got bad. But to me it's it feels like much more a will I am direction than a Fergie direction. Interesting. I've okay. This is interesting. I feel like a lot of people always blame her for the change and I'm it's, because believing to me that you don't you think that it's like a multi layered thing. Yeah. I mean that's a that is um that's uh, misogyny. That's like the yeah. woman came in and ruined this guy thing that we love. Yeah, that's so true. So I like to me like she had to me it's all like and I'm not saying this as like you know I've always stood up for you know women and like you know even in the early 2000s or anything. But it was never like to me I always was like Will I Am seems annoying and like this is much more his doing like yeah he's doing the, like leading yeah. I keep meaning to. I don't think I've ever listened to pre Fergie Black Eyed Peas, and I, I think part of me like has been curious to do that, but then I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm worried about how I'll feel about it, mm-hmm. and so I haven't done that. But I'm sure. sure. Because I have no idea what they sounded like before Fergie. So. Yeah. Um. This is still a fun one. It's definitely not as good as Monkey Business, um, the album anyway. And then the other one was. Elephunk? Yeah, Elephunk. Elef- oh, Elephunk is the one I like. That's oh, okay. So Elephunk is the first one, yeah. and then Monkey, then Monkey Business, Business is that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I like those two albums the most. 
this is the one that came out in high school and it was all right yeah but i didn't purchase it i did went out and like purchased the cds of right. the first two uh and they were like my most cherished cds for the longest time and i like brought them i think i bought them in the u.s and i was really excited to bring them back home mm-hmm. and all of that jazz. Um, Have you ever? Uh, did you watch Kroll Show? Ever Nick Kroll's sketch no, show? No, only like skits. There's or... a there's one that's very clearly the Black Eyed Peas. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's sort of spoofing the Black Eyed Peas. The group is called Beans and Rice, I think. Of course. Um, I'll send it to you, but it's very much like a we're a revolutionary group, you know, like we're we're voice of the people, and then like they continue to like sell out more and more and more mm-hmm. as a sketch. Like it's like over the course of a sketch, <laughs> and so it's like, hey, you know, like we're making music for the people, blah blah blah, and just like as the the sketch progresses, they're like selling out in higher and higher ways. Like uh-huh. every second goes by, it's very funny. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with the Black Eyed Peas, but um. <laughs> Anyways, I've heard this next song, Love what the Way it? You Lie, by Eminem and Rihanna. Rihanna, you know it. This is obviously a really popular known song. Yeah. Rihanna and Eminem is a weird combo now that I kind of like look at it with, you know, t- almost 10, year, well, yeah, 10 years later. I feel like it's a weird combo. Am, am, I, am I wrong I tell you what in... Saying this is maybe Eminem's last big hit, or like the last time he was like truly like cold, like oh, liked is maybe, um, but like super relevant. Like this like was like the last like breakthrough hit that he had. I don't think you're wrong. I can't think of Superman is before that, right? I think so. Can't be your Superman. Yeah, because that was his other kind of bigger hit. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do a lot of featuring with... This is the only one I can think of that he did a featuring with a woman that's not Ditto. Yeah. Dido? Dido. Dido. Yeah. Rihanna, I, mean, I, I love Rihanna. I think yeah, she's like, this is still a bop because of Rihanna. Yeah. It would, not, it would, be, it would have not lasted or, you know, still be enjoyable without her, who's just not that yeah. Sorry to say. Hey. But it's not like I was ever a big Eminem fan. Maybe if you are a big Eminem fan, you would still enjoy this without Rihanna. But I do think she like brings brings it all together. Uh, my my feelings on Eminem are pretty inflammatory and probably a, <laughs> that probably goes for his fans too, so um, I'm not just not gonna say anything. Did you ever watch Eight Mile? No, I mean I I wa- I used to be a big fan of Eminem and like including in high school I did like oh really I um I, I don't think that, I knew that yeah I was like I stood in line and bought the Marshall Mathers LP okay so like I was a big Eminem fan interesting without really like being super aware of like how homophobic and misogynist sure. he was in his lyrics i just was like i really like this, this his style i liked his songs sure and it took years for me to kind of realize like this is this is really troubling yeah. stuff like the kind of stuff where it's like there's some like this dude needs therapy bad yeah. like you know and well so, i mean if you had watched eight mile you would think that yeah five folds right <laughs> But no, I never saw it. It's, I don't know. I recall enjoying the movie. It is so sad and yeah. depressing. Don't get me wrong. Like, enjoy maybe is not the right. But at the time, I thought it was a well put together movie, but I also haven't watched it in yeah. so long. I did see Malibu's Most Wanted, which was sort of a spoof on 8 Mile with Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is. That's so it's, funny. It was, a, it was a comedy movie. It was Jamie Kennedy playing a white rapper named B-Rad instead of B-Rabbit. Right? That's his name in the movie, Rabbit? Right. Um, yes. So he's a, a rapper named B-Rad. Brad. Um, his friends were like Nick Swartzen and somebody else, and then like... He he gets like his dad like basically to like try and like unghetto him. They drop him off in the ghetto, and he gets taken in by Tate Diggs and Anthony Anderson, which they're both so funny in the movie, right. and they're they're the only reason the movie works is those two guys. Uh huh. Is this a recent thing? No, this is 2003 or something. Oh, whoa, okay. Um, and again, the only reason the movie works is Anthony Anderson, Tate Diggs. 
because Jamie Kennedy is thoroughly not funny in it. Um, but they're both really funny, especially Anthony Anderson. And Tay Diggs, who's like normally kind of a straight-laced, yeah. super handsome actor Sweet guy. Dude, yeah. For him to be like, and they're both like, they're... And their characters in the movie are classically trained actors who are hired to like scare Brad straight, so they have to pretend to be like gangbangers. Mm. And so when they, whenever they get caught up in a situation, they kind of have to break character and be like, um, "Next song, uh oh, you're gonna make me pronounce this, pronounce this." Oh shit! I meant to remove the French stuff, and I don't <laughs> think I removed this person. Uh oh. What is it even? Uh, Helmet Fritz. Oh yeah. I'm so he's not French. I think he's. Well, I don't know. He seems in French. I his name sounds German to me. Yeah. What do I know? To say this name. Say the name of the song for me, please. Oh, Seminel. Seminel. It means. Um. It makes me mad. Mm. Or like it pisses me off, kind of thing. So this is your like high school anthem, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly. Yes, that is why that song got popular. Is because high schoolers were like, yeah. I'm upset. <laughs> and it's like, he's not really, it's like this weird type of singing where he's not actually singing, he's not rapping either. It's like, mm -hmm. a, he's just like talk singing, yeah. you know? Yeah, I'm familiar with that kind of <laughs> music, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what you call that. And then it's just on a dancey move. And so, of course, it was, I just wanted to splice that in. Yeah, I, just, I find it hilarious. It is not done as a, it's not like a weird owl. Yeah. So no, there's to make that clear. yeah there's like, a it's, it's someone making music that they're not spoofing anybody they just think it's like so funny to have lyrics are about being mad so there's a song it's from the mid 90s and it's not like rap or dance music but it's just like a slow rock song mm. called lullaby mm. where it's it's not like the, but it is like the talking over uh -huh. music uh -huh. and then like the chorus is he sings a little bit, mm. but the verses are like, and she would, she'd be prettier if she'd smile every once in a while. <laughs> and even her frown looks like a, you know, whatever, like, and then. This is like, I guess, similar to like the, um, I don't care. I love it. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just oh, it does like, kind of have that. Yeah. The mm. B and it's just very like perfect care. for Europe. Oh, this is so Europe. It's so Europe. Oh. Go, so discotheque. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, yeah. I forgot about this guy until I was, like, looking up Wikipedia lists. Until of, you looked like, at, top songs yeah. in France at the time. And I was like, oh, God. Until you're flipping through your pictures from high school and you're just like. <laughs> just as him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's old Helmet himself. Helmet? <laughs> Is that not his name? Helmut? Helmut. <laughs> Helmut <know>. Fritz. <laughs> Helmut. I do think that's how um, uh, Baron Zemo from the Marvel movies. I believe that character's name is Helmut, and I think it's spelled with a U. Like that. Oh, it so, must be a popular German name. So, actually, I think this guy's Sokovian. Oh. Sokovia, yeah, that's the, a uh, real yeah. country. <laughs> Not anymore, anyways. Not the, oh, damn. Not after the Avengers got their hands on it. Destroyers yeah. of countries, mm -hmm. they are. Yeah. Anyways, the Avengers are kind of a menace. I think we should get the word out there that uh, we're thoroughly anti-Avengers on this podcast. Um, yeah. They should sign the Sokovia Accord, so uh, Captain Rogers, if you're listening, what if that became the angle for the podcast? If we just believe we exist in the MCU? And we almost spilled my <laughs> And we're taking the side of the government <laughs> in the MCU. Oh, the BI the, the BEP again. Here's Will I Am himself. And he's got lots of feelings. At least one. Uh, but he uh, says it multiple times. Mm, you're right. So he has so the it same be, feeling. It over could be and over every again? time he says it, he's coming up with a new feeling. Oh. It's like inside out, all over Will. again. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. I am. <laughs> I will say, like, as much as I am not a big fan of their of their new direction, this is like, without a shadow of a doubt, probably their biggest song, and they like reached 
levels of success I could not imagine. Yeah, this is like... By doing songs that I hate, but, like, truly, this was like... But it's like... This song is so bananas popular, and like... I wouldn't be surprised if it, was, it got mostly that kind of popular because it's easy... There's not a lot of lyrics, and so it's a lot... It's easy to make it international. Yeah. Like, all of Europe and all of Asia, I'm mm-hmm. sure, had... It's partly why these kinds of bands mm-hmm. have such like high popularity. It's kind of like someone told me once that um, like a lot of action movies are made like Hollywood mm-hmm. action movies don't make most of their money in the U.S. Yep. They make most of their money in like Europe and Asia mm-hmm. internationally. And I and I think that's the same with like pop music. It's yeah. just like as long as you have like a catchy tune and not just enough lyrics mm-hmm. that people can feel like they're mouthing to yeah. it but not like complicated enough or too many of them like 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 some rap songs can't make it through because mm-hmm. it, it, it demean like unless you get the meaning of the song it, it's just like can't go yeah. abroad and I just picked rap because it's what popped in my mind but there's lots of genres of music that are like that but I think like this this particular thing is like the perfect recipe mm-hmm. for like in folks that don't didn't grow up speaking English. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I still like have fun listening to this. It's sort of, like, I mean, so dancing. That's why the Fast and the Furious movies are, are like international. Like they're they're mm-hmm. obviously huge here, but they're so popular overseas. Mm-hmm. And part of that is like, I mean, it's like one hand feeds the other on that end because it's like part of why their cast is so diverse is they were like, we want this movie to be huge in these different markets. Yeah. So, like, let's, of course, you know, like, let's have a diverse cast of, you know, all these different types of ethnicities and mm-hmm. nationalities and genders and stuff because they were like, we want this movie to be popular in China. We want it to be mm-hmm. popular in so-and-so. So they try and have, like, a very diverse cast, but it's also why it does well in those countries is because it's so... So right. it's like, yeah. It feeds on itself. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Black Eyed Peas. So, uh, I don't know, but so still fa- pretty good. I would say the Fast and Furious movie is better than Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> if, uh, in, my, in my critical mind, I'm sure they had at least one Black Eyed Peas song on a Fast and Furious movie. I'm trying to think because they have had their fair share of shitty songs, mm. but I can't think of a particular set piece that is scored to a Black Eyed Peas song. Okay. I mean, the trailers have had. Soldier Boy Tell Him, Crank That Soldier Boy, which was very surprising to hear because I like, 10 years I rewatched the trailer. Ah, like, uh, I forgot this song existed. Like, boom, 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 bunga, bunga, boom. And I was like, oh no. Again. <laughs> What's the next song? Oh, the next song? You ask? Ooh, my favorite. S N double O P D O double G featuring K A T K A T Y P E double R Y. In other words, Snoopy Dogs. Snoopy Dogs. And Katy P. What don't you like about Katy Perry? Do we have another 45 minutes? The song is only three and a half minutes long, so you're going to have to get this in. I don't like the way she sings, and that's just like a taste thing. Uh-huh. I know some people, like, lots of people like the way she sings. I don't like that. The way she sings. Her, like, there's a certain amount of pop that I'm willing to, to that I enjoy, and mm-hmm. then she crosses that threshold for me, for the kind of pop she makes. It's very repetitive. And I think the, the topics are just so superficial and I don't see and I don't I haven't cared enough to figure out if it's genuine or or sarcastic or anything like that it just looks really superficial I mean she like some of the songs are you know like like they feel lab created pop songs right but I think the sort of like vitriol that people had for Katy Perry when especially when she was at her peak I was just like I her songs are fine, like to me. Like I don't, I didn't, I was never like Katy Perry rocks. These songs are great, mm-hmm. but I was never like, I don't know. I think like there was something about her that struck a lot of people the wrong way, mm-hmm. and so the people who really disliked her really fucking disliked her. Mm-hmm. It was just like 
I don't think she's that bad, but I also don't like. I, I don't pay attention enough to like. Right. I I don't. It seems to me from the very peripheral of what I know from her, what I've seen from her, is that she's played into this role of the like dummy girl with big tits, mm-hmm. and that. I've never seen anything else from her, and uh, she's probably a more layered person. Oh, you have to watch her documentary. Do I? <laughs> You'll see a totally different there's side there's other of pop her. artists that I don't think about them that way, and they didn't have a documentary explaining how layered they are. So I, that's why I'm, I'm just like... At some point, I would have seen another thing from another personality trait from her because she's so popular that I don't even need to seek it out. It should be out there mm-hmm. because I've seen it from other artists before, and that's my thought process with that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like every day think about how much I hate her though. So uh-huh. I'm very, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, just like I think that was that was just the thing. It was like I just didn't like. I didn't care that much about her, so when, like, uh, you know, like, not you, but, like, other people were just like, fucking Katy Perry, that piece of shit, it's like, (laughs) okay, like, you know, if you dislike, fine, like, I just didn't, I didn't know I was And she she was either, she dated or was married to... Russell Brown! Yeah, that's that couple. I I remember having a little bit of, you know, flash, uh, not flashback, whiplash, Mm -hmm. when I saw that they were couple for a while it, it just it seemed like two worlds colliding a little bit yeah. and i was like okay i don't know if it says more about her or about him about, about both that they're because he you know he's such like a well they're both i guess love it or hate it mm-hmm. type of performers he's so. another person i'm not sure i thought about enough to like have like a true mm. but i i again he's another I person mostly do not find him funny and this I, stuff he's just too gross for me yeah like, crosses that. i know this one too. um it's a celebration when i know of it. Um, he's a celebration yeah, but... of what <laughs> um what was I saying? Oh, Russell Brand. He was another person who, like, yeah, when when he was at his peak, people just like fucking hated him. Mm-hmm. And like, I was just like, he's a he's a person who exists. Yeah. Maybe I find him a little obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I've liked some stuff that he's in, but yeah. I also confuse him and Steve Coogan a lot. Yeah, I get like they both. I think they because they both have that dark. They're both British white dudes yeah. with like very harsh humor and dark curly hair. Yeah, I think Steve Coogan's now gray, so I think like that's okay. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah, that'll help now. Yeah. <laughs> I barely remember this song. I'm gonna be honest. I don't even remember She's putting it on this playlist. <laughs> She's the lead singer of Paramore, right? Oh, is that what it is? So. Haley Williams. B O B, Bob, Bob, Bob the Yeah, I put it on the playlist. I think part of me was like, ah, let's see what this is. I don't uh, recall. Interesting. Okay, let's go to the last song. This is Shakira. Waka Waka. Everyone remembers that, right? I am unfamiliar with this. Really? Yeah. Oh man, maybe it was an European slam. Um, this time for Africa is the subtitle. So this is on. this came out at the same time as the World Cup of soccer, mm. men's soccer, mm. uh, which all, which happened in South Africa, I think. Mm-hmm. They were hosting it. Yeah. And she. So she, I don't know if they like paid her to do the song, or if she did the song and timed it perfectly for the. I'm not really sure, but it happened at the same time, and it was like the anthem, like the popular anthem of the events. Uh, obviously, France is very, very into soccer, so maybe that's why. It oh, I mean, got so famous there. I do not watch soccer like at all so yeah. that probably makes sense why i didn't hear this because i bet if you like i bet people who are watching the world cup this is like a song that they're like sick of mm. and because i just don't watch soccer i probably never yeah i don't know it was everywhere 
Shakira was also peaking at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is right after Hips Don't Lie yeah. and all of that. Um, I don't know who Freshly Ground is. Um, One word, by the way, Freshly Ground. Yeah. <laughs> This is decent. This is like probably my least Shakira's cool. I like hateful Shakira. song on this <laughs> on this playlist. <laughs> I mean, she sounds. It is easy to make fun of how she sings. Yeah, so nasally. And I feel like everybody has. A, yeah, everyone has an impression of her for that reason. But you know, everyone has an impression of. Right, I I do feel like nobody's. I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody. She's one of those people who I don't think bothers people. So I think it's like usually out of love or respect for her when people do like an obscenely bad impression of her. Yeah, yeah. Also, did you ever watch the video of her uh, dancing, like belly dancing with a chandelier on her head? No. I watched that video way too many times. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Well, I don't know. It, it, I saw it, I think, for the first time in high school. And since then, I like it will like pop in my mind mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And then every time someone mentions Shakira, I will be like, have you watched that video of <laughs> yeah. her? Let me show it to yeah. you. And then I'll let's pull just, it up. And yeah. <laughs> uh, let's not all not forget. Oh, Liza's about to hold court, everybody. Let's all not forget about the time she belly dance with the chandelier. <laughs> Um, none of the chandelier pieces move and her entire bottom of her body that's pretty impressive is like definitely moving that's impressive and it's it is impressive mm-hmm. and uh if we were in a visual format i would put it on right now yeah but i'm instead i will encourage everybody yeah. to just youtube just it. pretend that we're all watching it together right now wow well her hips are not lying they are not lying. incapable of lying uh, another person who's incapable of lying, Liza, is Fernando. <gasps> oh, Fernando, sweet oh, angel. Oh, Fernando, my baby. Fernando, do you know how to shake your hips while the chandelier doesn't move? It's true, my friend. The chandelier doesn't move. My belly dance. Maybe Fernando can play this flute so well that his hips also don't what if they replaced the flute with Vuvuzelas oh ooh, that's different <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, Liza what's this week's surprise prize I was uh, combing through the sort of thing that most healthy people do with their day I was combing through reddit And came across a question that I found enjoyable. Mm. And so I will ask it to you and I will also answer it myself. Okay. What was a movie that you were extremely pleasantly surprised by? Seeing it for the first time, maybe had zero or low expectations, or maybe even had high expectations and they exceeded them. But a movie that you saw and you were just like, that blew me away. Mmm. Huh. That's an interesting question. Uh, the first thing that pops in my mind is Swiss Army Man. Mm. Because I had a little bit of a roller coaster mm-hmm. anticipation for this movie. Because the when the first trailer came out, it mm. looked really interesting yeah. and different and weird. And it is very interesting and different and weird. <laughs> yes. But then when that was all the way until it came out. Then it came out in theaters mm-hmm. and the reviews and some of the folks maybe that I knew that went to see it were and there were all these reviews about people leaving the theaters mm-hmm. after 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, no, like mm-hmm. what happened? This movie looked so good on the trailers. So then I went into the movie. I still went to see it mm-hmm. when I was really worried that it was going to be awful, awful, awful. Yeah. So I went in with. I don't know if it's low expectations, but just like fearful expectations mm-hmm. yeah. of of how terrible it could be that mm-hmm. people, it takes a lot for someone to walk out of a theater. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, unless they're that person and they walk out of everything yeah. and try to get free tickets, but I don't think most people do that. And so for people to full on walk out from a theater, it, that's why I was expecting like something completely mm-hmm. like couldn't sit through it. 
and I've sat through Tree of Life for three hours, <laughs> uh, and it was the worst three hours of my life. But uh, it was Swiss Army Man was. I really like that movie. Yeah, it is me too. fucking weird. It's like, bizarre. don't get me yeah. wrong. And it's the humor is definitely not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. Like, I get it. I think the performances are wonderful, mm-hmm. and I think it, you don't know where it's taking you, which I like movies like that because I've watched too many movies now that it's fairly easy for me to tell like where the story is going and so when i and that doesn't mean i don't enjoy myself like sometimes i still enjoy a movie even though i know where it's going Mm -hmm. but when i don't know and then i really like where it took me Mm -hmm. then i that's where i like it just sort of like gets to the like seven plus out of ten kind of rating for me personally Mm -hmm. so that's the first one that's a good that's a good one how about you um I had other answers in mind, but then when you talked about people walking out of the theater, it made me think of this this that sort of feeling I had watching the the Joan Rivers documentary. Oh, piece of work. I I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, it's it's really good, and like because the the top of the movie is her telling like a really crass sure. joke. Like immediately, people walked out of the theater because you know. It's, it, I mean, like I'm. Did I'm, they not know who they went to see? So I saw it at the Crest Theater, which is a discount oh, movie theater up here in Seattle. Know. And my guess is they were just like, "Let's go to the theater. It's two dollars, three dollars, whatever." Mm-hmm. And like, let's just go and see whatever's playing. Wow, they didn't even think it was worth two dollars <laughs> right. of their time. Right, but you know, like <laughs> people's sensibilities, whatever. It was like an older couple, but they mm. like as soon as she was like, "My tits," and they were like, "Oh." <laughs> Not, you know, not for us. We're out of here. So I was, and like, I was one of those people who like grew up. My perception of Joan Rivers was like the, the like cartoon caricature of Joan Rivers. Oh, you know, it's me. I've had so much plastic surgery. Ah, You know, like that, like cartoony caricature of her. So like seeing her as like a, like this human side of her Mm -hmm. and like, you know, she has like this, there's a really great scene in it. And like the, the, the show, um, hacks, hacks is yeah. like loosely based on, so good on Joan Rivers. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of my appreciation for hacks kind of came from having seen that documentary, seeing that she has like that card catalog thing that, that, um, Gene Smart has in the show mm. of like jokes that she's written is taken directly from the documentary or she's just like, I can, I can pull up this joke from like 1983 and th- I wrote this in January. And so she has like this card collector oh, thing of whoa. like jokes. It's wonderful. I like, and truly I was just like, there were parts of it. I was like crying. She's so wonderful mm-hmm. in it. And like, she's just herself. Like, it's yeah. not like, it's the same thing with like Conan O'Brien's documentary where like, he's so obnoxious during it. That there's no way this isn't him. Because, mm. like, if this were, like, I want to be shown in the best light possible, these sort of scenes wouldn't be in the movie. <laughs> right. And it's right. the same thing with her movie, where it's just, like, if she, if this were, like, overproduced and she wanted people to, like, see her in the best mm-hmm. light, this wouldn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, this feels, like, at least somewhat genuinely, this is how she is. Did it come out before or after she passed? Uh, before. A couple mm-hmm. years before. Interesting. Um yeah, so Joan Rivers is a piece of work is, oh, is my experience. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I feel like I had so many, but the, the, I can't think of any other ones yeah. right now. But, but those are good, too. Those are two good ones. Because, yeah. like, you know, both like to be like, oh, what I went to go see Marvel's Avengers Endgame, and everybody's like, yeah, I fucking saw that. You know, like, whatever. <laughs> oh, it was blew me apart when they all, like, got together. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So I think having two movies that people maybe have not necessarily seen or whatever. Yeah. And just, like, I think... I don't know. I think we're probably in the same boat that it, it like I said, it takes us a lot to be mm-hmm. mind blown yeah. now. I don't know. Unless you're like, it, you have to kind of like gauge your anticipation when yeah. you go see a movie. Um, Cause you're, you know, you've been disappointed. So, yeah. many times, so yeah. you're trying to like adapt to what you think the movie is worth. Yeah. Um, And so, and so when like it exceeds that, then yeah. that's always amazing i would like to present to you this headline that i saw on twitter i don't mm. want to get your hopes up too much for this upcoming movie mm. but um this headline made me really excited i screenshot it this morning Ooh. from twitter people think the shang chi fight scenes appear to be inspired by jackie chan movies mm. and that's because they are <gasps> and i was like oh my fucking god do you think he's gonna be in it 
I will scream. Okay, like if Jackie Chan shows up in Shang Chi, and I, I have no concept. I kind of feel like he should be in it. If I have no concept of if he does or if he doesn't, mm. and if he does, nobody tell me, or I will attack you. <laughs> um, I will find a bucket. You've been warned. I will find a bucket, and I will kick the Dunk crap out you. of you with the bucket, Jackie Chan style. Um, but I was like. God, I was excited for this movie before, mm. but now that they're comparing fight scenes to Jackie Chan fight scenes, I'm in. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll watch anything with Aquafina, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So, I was going to see it no like, matter what. Yeah, but that is very, very exciting. Yeah. So I don't want to get your hopes up too much, but expectations are high now. Well, at least the fact that they, they like inspired their their fighting style yeah. from someone that's obviously a pro yeah obviously a style. fave of ours <laughs> like if Chan. this isn't if this isn't a black uh jack black uh, mm-hmm. podcast it's definitely a jackie yeah. chan podcast yeah. it's 50 50 jack black jackie chan <laughs> the jacks it's the jacks yeah. oh shit <laughs> just come up with a spinoff right then and there yeah anyway the jacks of our lives god Jack Black and Jackie Chan a movie together <gasps> with Owen Wilson, mm, just like a pop in. Yeah, just a pop in. Like, he's not the third. He's like character, a cameo at a bar. He's just like, hey guys, I hope, I hope you guys have some fun. And uh, oh wow, wow, Jack Black in, and Jackie yeah. Chan. Hey, I've been in movies with both you guys. Anyways, you guys have fun together. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Owen Wilson. <laughs> And I have too much respect for Jackie Chan to do an impression. So, anyways, um, show us some respect mm, by subscribing you know to our Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Good Talk Studio. Um, it shows us immense support. We are an independent podcast, don't you know? And uh, to keep the keep the lights on, mm. Patreon.com/slash Good Talk Studio, and also follow us on Instagram. Where can they do that? Throwback to school. Cool. And Twitter. Uh-huh. And TBT School. Uh-huh. And Facebook if you're like a boomer and yeah. you're still on Facebook or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> in between, we love to yeah. hate you. <laughs> in between your uh, your videos of how the vaccine is fake, um, you can also follow us on on Facebook. Yeah. Um, give us a handout on on Patreon. Handout. <laughs> Us millennials, that's all that's we right, want. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Them snowflakes. Mm-hmm. We are. Um. Anyways, <laughs> that'll do it for us. Uh, get the vaccine, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.